Verdict. Episode 3. Smells Like Teen Spirit. This is 214-977-0381. I'm not available to take your call, so please leave a message. If this is an emergency, please hang up and dial 911 immediately. Have a good day. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Good morning, Officer Rodriguez. This is Abigail Kaplan. We met yesterday at the Sheriff's Department, but unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to talk. I'd love to see if we can maybe get a cup of coffee or even just talk on the phone, all completely off record. I would just like to hear your side of the story on this because I think it could be really important in helping me understand what's actually going on here. Like I said, totally off book, totally unofficial. Just love to chat if we can. My number, just so you have it, is 917-8982. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks. How is it? It's drinkable. Did he pick up? Voicemail. He's not calling back. He might. Well, I guess we can always go the other route if he doesn't. We can, but I'd rather not. I want him to come to us, because my guess, after how yesterday played out, is he'll talk more if he thinks what he's saying is off record. Yeah. He's also not calling back. What time does Shannon get a break? Oh, 10.15. We gotta go. gonna be able to hear a thing in here. Nope. Two for breakfast, guys? We're looking for Shannon. Is she here? Corner booth in the back. Shannon? Yes, ma'am. I'm Abby. We spoke on the phone. This is Sam. Hey. Is there anywhere else we can go and talk? It's just super loud in here. We need our conversation to be recorded. We keep a table out back for breaks, but it ain't as comfortable as the booth. Perfect. I got 15 minutes before my break ends, and then I'm back on the floor. Just so you know. Not a problem. We'll cover whatever ground we can and see where we land. Sound good? Are they going to execute him? Chris? I don't know. It depends on a lot of factors. Why? He's guilty, ain't he? Well, he says he is. So he is. Look, I'm not saying anything one way or the other about his guilt or innocence. This isn't about that. This is about how to move forward, and there are some missing pieces in how the process usually plays out, so... He's guilty. He should die for what he did. I don't know what else there is. I hear you, and I get that you're hurting. You lost a friend. I don't... I didn't... I didn't lose Duchesne. I know exactly where he is. He's dead, and he shouldn't be. He should be right here. I agree with you. He has a right to justice. That's exactly why I'm here. So you ask me whatever, I'll tell you anything you want, and then you go ahead and get her done. We could all use some of that justice around here right about now. Okay. Can you tell me about your relationship with Duchesne? 
We were friends. Really? Yes. Nothing more? Nope. But you spent a lot of time together, just the two of you. We started to this past few months. But that wasn't romantic? No. I met with your father. <laughs> he told me. Think he might be sweet on you, by the way. Well, it's, it's nice. I tell him I'm married. Um, <clears throat> he says you and Duchesne had started meeting with some regularity. Same time, same place, four nights a week. Not nights. Five to seven after football practice at the library on campus. He was helping me out with math. He was tutoring you? Yes, ma'am, he was. Were you failing at math? When we started, but I'd gotten up to a B-plus average. Congratulations. I was trying to get all my grades up. Okay, so he was tutoring you in math eight hours a week. He was helping me with other stuff, too. College applications and such. By the end, it was more like we just went there to study together. You liked being around him? Sure. I mean, you've seen my home. I can't really study there. And that was the only reason? He just... I never thought there was anything for me past high school and looking after my daddy. And that's okay. I mean, not everybody's going to go live out some big dream, but he... He was living out big dreams. And he had this thing that everybody has some purpose in life and they have to fulfill it. And I didn't, I mean, I never thought like that, but. He made you see it was possible. Yeah. Sounds like he was an important part of your journey. <laughs> he was. Are you okay to carry on? I just want to try to cover as much ground as we can before. It's fine. We can keep going. I still have a few minutes. So you guys met four times a week to study, forming what sounds like a pretty significant bond, one that seems like it meant a great deal to both of you. I think so. Did it never come up, the subject of the two of you maybe getting together? No. You never even talked about it. I don't know, maybe the fact that there just was more to all this than just playing study buddies? He wasn't like that. I'm sorry, he wasn't like what? A player. Wasn't he the captain of just about every sport in the school? Yeah, but he wasn't like that with the girls. He, he was shy. That doesn't sound like it matches up. He was a starting quarterback... And in my experience, those guys are looked at like gods by the entire school. That doesn't tend to go hand in hand with being nervous around talking to girls. It's not like that. He was sweet with me, and... I mean, I could tell he liked me. It was just... How? How what? How could you tell that he liked you? He'd flirt with me, tell me I was beautiful, that kind of thing. But, I mean, it wasn't like... He didn't know how to. He was Chris's best friend, and I know most guys wouldn't think about that, but it meant a lot to him. Right. I think he just wanted to be sure before blowing all that to hell. Sure about what? 
us. Duchesne was just one of those guys who took his time. And look, we never talked about it. It never came up, but I just had that feeling, you know? You don't think the conversation was far away? No. Do you think if Chris had not shown up at the party, you would have had that conversation that night? That was what it felt like. To me, I mean. Do you think things would have turned out differently if you had had that conversation? All the time. I think about it all the time. Verdict will be right back after a word from our sponsors. And now we continue with Verdict. I'm sorry. I know this is tough. It's okay. I just want it to be over with, so just whatever we gotta do. Can we talk about the night of the party? Sure. I understand you had a calculus final coming up, is that right? Yeah. And you weren't planning to go to the party, is that correct? You were supposed to be studying. No, I was studying. It was a Saturday, we were at the library that afternoon and we were gonna stay late. No, wait, we stayed late. We were there when they closed. I remember them kicking us out. Okay, so you leave the library and at that point you were going to the party or still no? No, we weren't gonna go. Duchesne was going to drive me home. But? I wanted to go. And I wanted him to go with me. He didn't want to. He just wasn't a party guy. So what changed? I kept asking because... Like, all he ever did was work and train. And I wanted to see him have some fun. Just one time. So you convinced him to go? Yeah, I kept bugging him the whole drive, all the way back to my house. So at what point did he cave? We were parked in my driveway, and I was sitting there just driving him crazy, not getting out of the car. We were laughing, and and I was like, come out with me, it'll be fun, over and over and over. And he didn't say anything, he just started backing the car out towards the road, and we went. Okay. So, you went directly there to the party? Yeah. So you didn't go in the house, you never went anywhere to change your clothes? No. Okay. So you went to the party in the clothes that you'd worn to the library? Yeah. You're sure? (laughs) Yeah, why? Well, nothing. It's just, you know, you're a pretty girl, captain of the cheerleading squad, and you're going to a party with, you know, a guy you have feelings for. Head of the football team, I just imagine you'd change out of the clothes you'd been wearing all day. I don't know. I must have felt cute in whatever I was wearing. Okay. It's just... And forgive me for taking the long way around here, but... I guess what I'm really asking is... Did you go to the party in the clothes you wore to the library? Or did you go to the library in the clothes you planned to wear to the party? No, I wasn't planning to go. I wish... We never did. Okay. Let's talk about what happened when you got there. I mean, I don't know. We hung out. Who with? My friends. 
Guys from the football team, classmates. Girls from the squad. Got it. And are there specific teammates you'd call friends, or is it the whole team? The squad's pretty tight for sure, but Lacey and Meredith are my best friends. Okay. And that's who you're hanging out with at the party. And what about Duchesne? Where was he? Hanging out with the ball players. But that's what was so cool about the whole thing. If I was at a party like that with Chris, there's no way I would have been off with my friends like that. He was controlling? No. I mean, I would have never let him play me like that. It was more like... He was like... He had this nervous energy. Like, he was fixing to blow all the time. And, I mean... I didn't even notice the feeling until I was out with Duchesne and realized, like, holy shit, this is normal. Were you drinking that night? I think I maybe had one drink. Do you normally drink? I tried to avoid it. Don't have the best family history where that stuff's concerned, so. So at what point does Chris show up? I don't know. We were hanging out. Everything was cool, and then out of nowhere, he's standing there staring at me, looking all mad. So I figure we're going to fight like we always do and break up again, which would have been fine with me. But he walks right past me and over to Duchesne. He says something to him, and I I didn't hear what he said, and then they both went outside. I tried to follow them, and they both turned to me and told me to leave him be. And did you? Hell no. I mean, I went over to the back porch to see because I figured they was going to throw down, but... Was there a fight? No, I looked out and I saw them just standing there shouting at each other, so I figured it was nothing and I went back to my friends. Did you hear any of what they were saying to each other? I didn't. I mean, it was a lot of, like, what the fuck, bro, and all that stupid stuff guys say to each other, but I didn't, I didn't stay and listen for more than a second. And you didn't go and try to appease the situation? Get in the way? Hell no. I've seen it too many times where a girl goes to stop a fight, but she really just wants everyone to see two guys beat each other up over her, and the whole thing just gets a hundred times worse. That's true. I know. I've seen it. Okay, so what happens after that? Deshane comes back in, and... And how much later was that? I'd guess about 15 minutes. And he walks up to me and says he's sorry. He didn't tell you about any of what the fight was about? No, but, I mean, I knew what it was about. You think it was about you? Obviously. Okay, so then what happens? He says he's leaving. He says Chris is going to drive me home. I told him not to leave, and he just kept saying it was the right thing to do. Do you know what time it was when Duchesne left the party? No, but I guess about 11. And what time did you leave? (laughs) About 12 seconds later. With Chris? Hell no. He came back inside, looking like he'd seen a ghost, and told me we was leaving. And I told him I wasn't going nowhere with him. And I got my girls, and we left. So then you left with you, Lacey, and... Meredith, yeah. And they took you home? No, we all went back to Meredith's. And you spent the night there? Yep. And that was the last time you ever saw him? (laughs) Yep. And when did you hear that something had happened? 
I got a bunch of texts about it. First one came in around lunch. And they haven't stopped since. Shannon, how you doing, baby girl? Get you a table, Jimmy. I'll be right there. I gotta get back. Yeah, I understand. I still study those same hours, so if there's still, I don't know, questions, I'll be at the library this afternoon. Wait, I have one last one. Did you ever take that calculus test? It got pushed with everything that's been going on, but I took it last week. How'd you do? 93. Congrats. What do you think? Is she telling the truth? Every word. Oh, a text. Miss Kaplan, this is Officer... Officer Rodriguez. Look who wrote back. Wow. Wrong again. And what's he saying? Message received. I can call tonight, 10 o'clock Central Standard Time. I trust this works at your end. Thank you. <laughs> Central Standard? He, he actually wrote it out? Yeah, and look at how he wrote the time. I can cancel tonight at 2200. Oh, oh, he's ex-military. Exactly. So, is he code of honor or call of duty? Well, he reached out, so I'm hoping call of duty. You don't get the reference. Verdict will return in a moment. And now... Back to Verdict. Is it okay for us to talk in here? It's fine. This is the study group area. We can talk. We just can't be too loud. Okay. So, look. We covered a huge amount of ground earlier today, and I really didn't want to get in the way of your studies, so we'll keep this super short. Okay. There was just one thing I wanted to ask about, because, honestly, I've found myself wondering since we met this morning. Sure. Why were you dating Chris? I mean, I ask because you were obviously in love with Duchesne and... Okay, let me ask a different way. Um, was there ever a time when you thought that you might actually end up with Chris? Maybe for about a week in the beginning. But I was 14, what did I know? By the end of it, it was all about schedule. Hell, I knew his better than I knew my own. Swim practice Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. Tuesday at noon and Friday mornings, he teaches youth Bible study class. Saturday night through Sunday till 2 is church service. I don't even try to text him during those hours. I mean, time he was done with class, I think being seen with me was mostly about wanting people to think, I don't know, all, all that family seems to care about is how things look to the rest of the world. Hmm. I hear you. But no, I... I thought I was gonna end up with Duchesne. Really? I know this is gonna make me sound stupid, but... I don't think you're stupid at all. When Duchesne first got it in my head that I could maybe go to college, I thought maybe I could go to college with him. I see. I knew he didn't want to hurt Chris, so I figured if I waited it out, with Chris gone, we could have 
We could actually, we could be something. Can I be honest with you? Sure. The way you talk about Chris and that, I guess, dynamic, it all just sounds like it's hard to imagine how you guys ended up together at all. <laughs> it was his family. My mama was gone and my daddy was strung out. So I needed a new family. And they were kind to me, welcoming, and <laughs> sure, when I think about it, it was all fake as hell, but at the time with everything I had going on, to me, they seemed like perfect people. I get it. So if the Hawthorns were like a family to you, is it fair to say that Chris wasn't so much a boyfriend as he was like a brother? We good? Yeah, loud and clear. We're ready to go. Good, because I'm guessing the phone's going to ring at exactly 10. Wait, what is that? AC? Yeah, give me a sec. I'll find the remote. It's coming through my end like a tornado. Okay, here we go. You're good? Yep, yep. That's good. Okay, pick up as soon as you're ready. I got you. Officer Rodriguez. Good evening. Is this Miss Kaplan? It is. How are you? I hope it's not too late. Not at all. I'm grateful you reached out. Look, I gotta clear something up. Okay. This doesn't go back to the precinct, right? No, of course not. Because I can't have this coming back on me. I'll lose my job. Absolutely. I completely understand. Like I said in my message, this is not an official call. I'm not using what you say to me for anything more than my own sanity. You were first on the scene. I just want to hear your side. You have my word. You know, I've been told not to talk to you. I've been told not to talk to the press. No one. I haven't given an official statement since the day of. Nothing. It's like they don't want to know. I want to know. Okay, look. Just... Let's walk it out. Okay. This kid, Clemens, was a starting quarterback. He was 6'2", weighed 220. He was in peak physical condition. He was strong, he was fast, and he was tough. Go on. But somehow, he gets driven out to the woods in the dead of night. There's no sign of struggle in the truck, so apparently, at this point, none of this is happening against his will. Agreed. He gets marched out to some clearing in the middle of nowhere, a solid mile from where the car was parked, and then, according to the statement, cuts his throat, and this poor kid gets to watch himself bleed out. Then, they drive his body an hour from where the murder took place back to the high school. They put this kid in full football uniform and leave him on the 50-yard line of the football field with a, a goddamn note stuck to the blood in his jersey that says, I am not your hero. 
and then he's just left there for the goddamn groundskeeper to find? <laughs> the guy's gonna be waking up with night terrors the rest of his life. Everything you're saying is exactly why I'm here. No. What I'm saying is, there's a piece missing. Autopsy reports showed lacerations, rope burns, and wood splinters under the skin at the wrists, ankles, back, and neck. Okay. So, they didn't just cut his throat. At some point in all of this, while he was still conscious enough to keep fighting, he was tied up, and then... <sighs> okay, look. What I'm trying to say is... You met the kid, right? I did. You heard his story? I'm still putting it together, but yes, I have the basics of his side. You met many killers in your time, Miss Kaplan? I have... He seem like a killer to you? He does not. I'm telling you now. What he's saying he did? There's no way. On the next episode of Verdict. Did he ever talk to you about Shannon? Yeah, I, I mean, come on, man. She wasn't the only one. How long have you been at the school? Fifteen years now. I mean, it is not a surprise to me that this is how it went down. I can't wrap my mind around such a thing. We gotta go. You think he's lying? No. I mean... Wait, what? It will pass. I promise. Because this... I can't live like this. Verdict is a Cavalry Audio original production, presented in partnership with iHeartMedia. Produced by Brandon Morgan and Casey Wayland. Written by Sam Scott. Directed by Casey Wayland. Executive produced by Dana Brunetti and Keegan Rosenberger. Casting by Eisenberg Beans Casting. Recorded at Unison Music in Los Angeles. Starring... Steph Tolev as Abigail Kaplan. Brandon Bro as Sam Kinney. Sarah Rich as Shannon Aubrey. Johnny Ray Diaz as Officer Rodriguez. Michael Swan as narrator. Additional voices by Preston Dupree, Betsy Moore, Carrie Van Auken, Joseph Lloyd Lopez. Editing and sound design by Joey Jordan. Mastering by Victoria Cheng. Post-production supervisor, Victoria Cheng. Script supervisors, Joey Jordan and Michael Dean Wilkins. Thank you for listening to this Theater for the Mind.